How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 15 Chapter 1 This is Season 15 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 1. In this episode we will be linking our discussion of duality to the biological mechanism of deference is set out in previous episodes. First of all, in earlier podcasts we talked about how the sympathetic nervous system is conditioned by deference, which results from the production of adrenaline through the biological mechanism of deference. I won't return to the subject matter of those episodes, except to say that adrenaline is the key component of this system, which begins with postural releases in response to social tension, resulting in the formation of deference, a one-way link between two minds, resulting in the linking of one's unconscious mind to the intentions of another. To take a step back, we already established that there are two forms of calibration, parasympathetic and sympathetic. One results from deference, namely, sympathetic, and the other results from emotional coupling, namely parasympathetic. These two forms of calibration are competitive, which is to say, given individuals will form relationships which comprise one, the other, or both at different times or in different places. Likewise, tension is released by parasympathetic calibration. It is restored by sympathetic calibration. Open thoughts of common orientation release tension and reflect parasympathetic calibration. Closed thoughts or open thoughts of opposing orientation reflect sympathetic calibration. Now, each form of calibration produces a different kind of wave within the common mind created by gateways and intersections socially. The first, called S-waves are sympathetic waves composed of tension-producing waves. The second composed of tension-releasing waves are called P-waves. Now, social activity is mediated by these two types of waves. Emotional coupling produces P-waves. Deference produces S-waves. These waves travel as thought pairings through the visual cues which we exhibit and the gateways which are generated by social exchanges. Now, to bring it back to dualism, S-waves are phallic in symbolism within the unconscious mind. P-waves are receptive. This means that S-waves stimulate adrenaline production in others and P-waves stimulate acetylcholine production. The result of this dichotomy is felt throughout the autonomic nervous system including the digestive system. As a result of S-waves digestion is inhibited. As a result of P-waves, it is stimulated. On any given day, people will often receive numerous S-waves and P-waves. Social relationships regulate us through S-waves and P-waves. When we are a recipient of repeated S-waves our social network will regulate us by sending us P-waves. This means that bursts of S-waves are cushioned, so to speak, by bursts of P-waves. The end result of this relationship, surprisingly enough, is flatulence. Let me explain. In the small intestines, most heavily responsible for digestion, the enteric nervous system is highly impacted by S-waves which slow digestion through adrenaline. When this process is reversed through the receipt of P-waves, the undigested food has often made its way into the colon, where sugars such as cellulose are digested by colon bacteria, producing hydrogen sulfide gas which becomes flatulence. What this tells us is a few things. First, when we form bonds which reflect emotional coupling, the tonic will receive, receive, parasympathetic or P waves. The dominant will receive S waves. When someone acquires our deference, we are receiving S waves. 
the combination of these waves from our immediate or engaged social system predominate, but so too is involved our entire social network in regulating us. The end result of this regulation is a biological equilibrium or calibration which reflects our impulses, bodily rhythms and circadian rhythms. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.